And here to answer some combine questions and talk football, as always, is Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN front office insider and former exec with the Dolphins and the Jets. So, Mike T, we have the D-linemen and the linebackers going today, but a lot of the focus is on a guy who won't be participating, and that is Georgia defensive lineman, one of the top prospects in the draft, Jalen Carter, who was charged with reckless driving and racing in relation to a car crash back on January 15th that killed Georgia teammate Devin Willock and Georgia football staff member Chandler LaCroix. Now, we got some news last night that Carter was booked into athens Clark County Jail in Georgia at 11.33 Eastern, again Wednesday night yesterday, and was released 16 minutes later at 11.49 p.m. He posted bonds totaling $4,000 before being released. Carter also posted a statement that said he believes he will be exonerated from all charges. That being said, Carter will not be participating in the workout portion of the combine, but will conduct interviews with teams and undergo a physical. So, Mike T., just to start, what sorts of questions will be posed to Jalen relating to the incidents that took place on January 15th? Yes, Harris, good to be with you. You This is a very serious situation. You know, two people unfortunately passed away. And you want to find out exactly, you know, what was his involvement. And what you really need to figure out is, is this a great person who had, you know, one bad night? Or is this, you know, somebody that has a real problem? And given the legal uncertainty, um, it's going to be hard to draft this player early because the legal situation may not be resolved between now and the time the draft happens. Mike T., what would you want to hear Jalen say when asked about the the car crash and the incidents on January 15th? What would you want to hear from him that would make you think, okay, I'm not worried or I'm much less worried about his future and any off-the-field issues? Yeah, you want to, again, make sure that it was something that, um, you know, it was aberrational and it'll never happen again. And uh, unless you have those assurances, um, like I said, you want to do a lot more work on him and, and background on him. So Mel Kuyper has Carter as the number one prospect in the draft, and from every mock draft that I've seen, all the analysts have Carter or had Carter as a top five pick before we found out more information about the car crash that killed two people on January 15th. Mike T., how much do you think this will wind up affecting Carter's draft stock? I don't imagine he'll stay in the top five, but do you think he stays in the top 10 or slides to the mid or or late first round? Yeah, again, you have to get a lot more information on it. But again, I wouldn't be comfortable drafting him um, until I knew, you know, from a legal standpoint, you know, exactly where he is. Right. And um, I need a lot more time. Again, talking NFL Combine with our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, here on ESPN West Palm tonight. So, Mike T, getting away from Jalen Carter, of all the tests that players go through at the Combine, the 40, the bench press, the vertical, etc., are there any drills that you place extra emphasis on when evaluating prospects? Yeah, that's a great question. Movement is uh, is so important, just from a standpoint of uh, wanting to see them like move, change direction, lower body flexibility. Because you know you may run fast, you may jump high, but you know if you're stiff and can't change direction, it's hard to play at a high level. Are there any drills that you think are overrated or outdated? Because let's be honest, the NFL has changed so much over the past 5, 10, 20 years? 
Yeah, I, I think something that's really interesting is more, more and more people are looking at something known as the flying 20, which is the time that you run 20 yards to 40 yards hmm. because that's, you're, you're moving and you're playing, whereas the 40-yard dash, it's so consequential in terms of your start. And, um, you know, some people just don't get out of the blocks well. And, you know, the game of football is played differently. So, um, you know, that's something that's evolved over time that makes a lot of sense to me. You may have just answered my next question, Mike T, because I was about to ask if there was ever a drill you saw outside of the combine just in your life in football that you thought to yourself, they should really add this to the NFL scouting combine. Yeah, well, you know, I like the stuff where um, the drills where we're seeing players like stand up and, and um, where they're doing drills in terms of like moving in space where they may have played as a defensive line in college. And they do some of that at the combine here. Um, but in pro days, you'll see much more ex- extensive, what, um, like in space, change of direction, ball skills. And that's really important because in this day and age, like to be able to move and play in space is so consequential. And again, like I think generally speaking, Cyrus, they do a great job here at the combine, but there's just not a lot of time. So when you're sure. talking about, especially guys that are 240, 250 pounds who, may have to play on their feet more and move around more um, to get to see that. Again, that's sort of what happens at pro days. But, like, these positionless players, uh, I think, is going to become more of a thing. You know, we've seen guys like Isaiah Simmons, for example, at Clemson. You know, you're going to see, I think, more and more of, like, athletes and being able to see them move in space, not just rush the passer, is going to be really uh, a big part of the evaluation. Again, here with longtime NFL executive Mike Tannenbaum talking about the NFL Combine. And Mike T, we discussed some of the questions that NFL decision makers might have for Jalen Carter. But I'm curious, what questions did you like to ask players when you got a chance to sit down with them one-on-one? You know, you, you, you try to cut them in half and see what oozes out of them. And what I mean by that is, you know, you want to see, you know, things like, um, competitiveness, mental toughness, resiliency, you know, things that, like, because there's going to be, you know, good days and bad days, you know, for everybody. And, you know, how do they respond to adversity? How do they respond to, you know, when things don't go their way? And that's really what you're trying to figure out because, um, you know, when you develop in pro football, things are never going to be perfect. Mike T, was there ever a player that you were feeling so-so on? Maybe he was a, a five on a one out of 10 scale, if you will, you thought he was an okay prospect, but then he flew up your draft board because he really impressed you, really blew you away in the interview. Oh yeah. It happens all the time. Like, you know, um, there's a great expression, which is, you know, the tape sets the floor and character sets the ceiling. I'll give you a great example is go back to the Super Bowl, um, and you look at Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts got beaten out in college by Tua He transferred to uh, Oklahoma, played well, but not great when the second round, not the first round. He was a backup to Carson Wentz, but what a work ethic. And, um, you know, you look now, and Carson Wentz is uh, a free agent, and Jalen Hurts is on the precipice of being one of the highest-paid players in the sport. That's because of his character. Along those same lines of a guy who flies up a draft board, when you think about guys who have just blown you away and and the scouts away in terms of his performance, uh, who do do you think of of guys who have recently done that? Oh, it happens every year. it just, um, yeah, there's, you know, name a year, but like guys, um, like again, going back to guys like Isaiah Simmons, like just 
how well they move in space, and it, it, it's really it's remarkable um, to be you know 215, 220 pounds, and they can fly around the way they can. And um, you know this game game has become a lot more about speed over size. Wrapping things up with our ESPN front office insider Mike Tannenbaum and Mike T. I know your perspective has changed working for ESPN now versus an NFL franchise. It's probably a bit less stressful, but looking back, when you were working for the Jets, working for the Dolphins, what was your favorite part of the Combine Week as an NFL executive? Yes, I was getting to know these, you know, so many of these stories are incredible, and what some of these players have had to overcome is generally, like, inspiring, and uh, it's just great to get to know them and get under the hood with them. Now, on the other side of that coin, did you have a least favorite part, you know, when you were working for the Jets or the Dolphins or, or one of the many NFL teams you worked with, was there a part of the NFL Combine Week where you used to think, no, I, I would skip this part if they let me? <laughs> you know, it's just it's, it's, a, it's a long six days, you know, and, you know, sometimes the weather's not great here. But, you know, beyond that, it's, you know, it's a privilege and, you know, it's fun to run into people that you don't get to see all the time. Last couple things with former Jets and Dolphins executive Mike Tannenbaum and Mike T. I know you love Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, and you think the Bears should should draft him number one overall, even though they have Justin Fields. Mike T. If you couldn't take Bryce Young, who would be your top prospect off the board right now? Uh, you know, probably Will Anderson, his teammate. Uh, you know, I think he's really good, and I think he's going to continue to. Uh, you know, I think he's going to have a great pro career, and uh, he's a great kid, and he's rushed the passer. Is there a guy playing in the NFL right now that Will Anderson really reminds you of? You know, similar to Von Miller, probably doesn't have the length and the explosion, but, you know, not far away from that as well. And Von Miller's been a really good player for a long time. Mike T., I know one thing for sure, and that is if there were a draft of car dealerships, Greco Chevy and Delray Beach would be your top pick every single time. Mike T., what qualities do they have that impress you the most? Yes, Cyrus, they're best in class, great selection of cars, conveniently located on Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Good cars, great selection. It's a great car buying experience. Mike T., I will let you get back to the NFL Combine. Thank you for the time. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, great.